friends. Welcome to Life's a Dance, a podcast for the people who are looking to grow and learn. For those of us who want to be 1% better than we were the day before. I'm one of your hosts, Christina. And I'm Amy. We're here to share our life experiences with you in hopes you have an aha moment that will ignite that something special inside you. We are so happy you're here to go on this journey with us. So let's get started talking about all the stuff and the things. Ready? how's it going so we're super excited today and also like giddy and all of the emotions that could go with that because we get to talk to our friend Juan today and those of you that are in Albuquerque you will know exactly who he is as soon as you hear his voice yeah we're super stoked to be here (laughs) and we're recording on his fancy equipment so hopefully (laughs) this sounds awesome it sounds really cool you guys are so cute you're so excited and giddy we're happy to be here. Well, it's great. It's great to have you. Thanks for having me on your podcast. Yeah, and we're just stoked. Being a mentor also for us, like this is, it's super exciting. Super, uh, super exciting. Well, I've known both of you for many years. Yeah. Gosh, yeah. how long? It's It's been, well, I've known Christina, I think, for, we were just talking about this. Yeah, I was like 21, 22. Goodness. And I'm 34. <laughs> and I've always been like in the background. <laughs> That's so not I'm bringing true. my friend Amy everywhere I go. Well, because, yeah. and we talked about this whenever we started, when we decided we wanted to do a podcast and then we started talking to you because I'm very much a personality, like I'm outgoing and I really like talking to people. But whenever I am with like around people who, um, what's, I don't know. Like, you don't want to ask for, like, give outs either. I don't, yeah, I don't want to be the person that's like, hi. <laughs> come help us, please. Um, <laughs> so you got tickets? Like, I'm not that person. I don't want to ever come across as sure. that. So I've always known you and very much just thought you were, like, the nicest human being ever. Well, thank but you. But I also didn't want to be like, hey, hey. what are you doing? What you, you got? How you remember, doing? Remember we went to dinner? We went, I went to your birthday dinner. Yes. We were at, uh, what was it, Texas Roadhouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I honestly was like, oh my God, Juan's <laughs> Juan's like our, a local celebrity. He really is. <laughs> and honestly, my heart like absolutely fell in love with you when we were at a friend's, you were a DJ, you yeah, DJed right. at our friend's wedding and you picked my son up and you let him push all of the buttons. Well, he was so excited <laughs> he, about seeing everything that I was doing. So excited. And when he came up, you know, he was looking at all the buttons. But since he was young, because I think when I met him, he was like two. Maybe. Yeah. So he walked up and he was looking at all the buttons and I let him push some of the buttons for the lights. And he was seeing that he could do that. And then I picked him up so that he could see the rest of the system. And he was just, oh, he just in awe. Yeah, his eyes like <laughs> awesome. little, yeah. and everything. And he always has loved buttons and gadgets and things like that. He he's can, a boy. He's totally, oh, he's all boy. And you yeah. guys, have, oh my gosh. So when he gets a little bit older, he can come and roadie for me and he, I'll show him how to be a DJ. Okay? Oh, yeah. He, <laughs> can, so he can do cool. weddings He has to stuff. earn his keep. It would be so fun. Well, we're super excited because we, um, we have picked a few questions that we also want to know but things that we think that other people are going to want to know about you sure i'm I'm happy to answer any questions you have and it was funny because they were asking me earlier um do do you want to know the questions i'm like no just (laughs) hit me hit me with your best shot let's just start it off all right all right so the first question we want to know is tell us a little bit about your background and how you got into radio how i got into radio okay well originally i'm from alamogordo that's where i grew up now a lot of something that a lot of people don't know is i was born in nuremberg germany i'm a military brat 
Fantastic. So I was born in Germany. My dad was in the army and he was stationed there. So my mom actually quit school and went with him to Germany. And then I was oh, wow. born in, in Nuremberg. So, uh, but anyway, Alamogordo's hometown. That's where my mom is from. Um, and I've always loved music. Music has always been a big part of me and what I like and what I enjoy, what I enjoy. You know, I grew up with my mom and dad, obviously, um, listening to music all the time. They liked the oldies. So we were always listening to oldies or what and Spanish music, rancheras, cumbias, things like that. Um, but so music has always been a big part of my life. The, to answer your question, I've had always decided that I wanted to do something in music, but I wasn't quite sure what it was. And I had gotten, um, been going to school and I was talking to my librarian and she's like, we get these magazines here at the library every month and we're not really quite sure what they are, but we know that they're music oriented. This might be what you're talking about because I wanted to record. I wanted to, you know, work with bands. I wanted to do all those kind of things, but I wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do. So she gave me a mixed magazine and a mixed magazine. It is the recording uh, part of aspect of it. So how these, you know, mixing consoles and boards and everything. I'm like, that's it. That's cool. That's, <laughs> that's what I want to do. So I was, I was, <laughs> I found it. So I was excited about finally finding a path or a direction. And this isn't high school. This is like my sophomore, junior year in high school. Um, so I ended up going to a uh, uh, recording school in Ohio, in Chillicothe, Ohio. And that's where I got my uh, engineering uh, stuff from. And then from there, when I came home, I was trying to get in a recording studio, but I had a hard time because nobody would hire me. It was like trying to get credit. I couldn't. Was it harder in New Mexico because of because it being in New Mexico? Or... No, no, no. We had um, there's a lot of recording studios, but mm -hmm. not not like you know stores. I mean, there's like one or two or three in Santa Fe. There's more in Albuquerque. There's a few down in Las Cruces. So it's not something that's very very you know prolific. Mm -hmm. um, so I had a hard time getting a job in the studio. My dad drove buses for the longest time in Alamogordo for the school system. Well, one of the guys that he worked with um, had worked at a radio station. And he said, look, we um, need somebody to work overnight. And uh, my dad said, well, you guys do recording, you have recording equipment and things like that. My dad would talk to anybody. Sounds like a movie. So are yeah. you still in Alamogordo at this point or in Alamogordo? Still in Alamogordo. Okay. Still so in it's Alamogordo. a much smaller town. Yeah, this is, this is okay. right out of high school in 1982. I graduated in 82. Okay. So... <laughs> she moves over to the side to look. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> She's looking at me weird. Oh. Anyway, um, so we, I'm in Alamogordo still, and so my dad, you know, put me in contact with this guy. I went and got a job at the radio station working overnights. So I was working midnight to 7 a.m. every night, and it was wow. a big automation system. So it was a big, huge computer, and I was changing the tapes, and I was cleaning up, and so I was kind of like, you know, tape changer slash janitor. So I was throwing out the garbage and making coffee, and you know, you do whatever you got to do to get right. to where you want to be. And so and I, those dues. yeah, that's, that's exactly what I was doing. I was paying my dues, and that's, that's really how I, cool. that's how I got into radio. Well, so you talked about you said like your family really loved um, music, and you listen to so many different kinds. If you could pick your top three favorites what would they be like top bands. three favorites of music of uh, bands of oh, bands yeah um they don't have to I, I just can, be country. I, no no not at all I'm, I'm i'm a huge earth wind and fire fan okay. i love earth wind and fire so that's my number one group um alabama would be number two because oh, I, I love that, some alabama. alabama was was the reason that i got into country music because the one thing that that i have always call me crazy i don't know always been attracted to was country girls 
So you're not crazy. In, in high school, <laughs> we're fantastic, <laughs> beautiful, and we're fun to be with. We're just a little crazy, but yeah, um, it's that's okay. A, well, I think girls in general are crazy, but that's okay. That's a whole. That's other a whole podcast. other podcast. We'll do that the next podcast. So here I'm in high school, and I just love, and and a lot of it was because they loved to dance. Mm-hmm. And so it was country girls right. that were showing me how to dance, how to two step, and how to do all that kind of stuff, and just had a blast. We but had you a great get to time. Be close, exactly. <laughs> that was the best part because we we would do dance class like when it would rain outside, and we were doing PE, so we couldn't be outside. We'd go inside, and we'd be in the oh, gym. I remember those days. Yeah, and Loved so the the coach would would bring records. We'd all bring our records or whatever, and um, we'd play music, and he'd let us play whatever. I loved And we days. would just dance and have a good time. and so fun. Because yeah. we didn't have to run either. Yeah, those and that's, days. that's where we learned how to do the Cotton Eye Joe, the Shottish. We learned all the line, because we were doing line dances back then. It's, yeah. it's true. <laughs> we, actually, we invented a lot of those. All right, so I'm just saying. I'm, we're taking credit. A lot of them were created by Juan himself. <laughs> <laughs> don't look that fact up. Yeah, my, my sons would probably say, yeah, he's old enough. Don't, don't fact check that, guys, okay? It'll, it'll be false. <laughs> yeah, I DJed at the first line dance. Yeah, I was there. <laughs> so okay, hope that so, answers your question. No, we got one more band. One more band. Oh, one more band. Earth, friend, George Strait. Well, so oh, Earth, Wind, and Fire, King Alabama, George. and George Strait. Because right. those were the two that... I remember from school and dancing and having fun and uh, and I've always been a George fan. That's I will been say, a George I will fan. agree. Like I love Alabama and George, bec- and even now, like still in the mornings. Like if it's one of those like crazy mornings, old like '90s country makes my heart so happy. Oh yeah, yeah. every time. I listen to well, that's all the, the music that we played when we did our country dance party. Mm-hmm. It was all '90s. That's awesome. It's, it's a good era. It really is. It's a good stuff. So the, one of the next questions we have is, um, if is there an artist, dead or alive, who you haven't interviewed that you would want to? That I haven't interviewed that I would want to. I never had a chance to interview Shania Twain. I've always been a big Shania Twain fan. Oh, wow. I actually had a chance to talk to her because I was talking. Back, back a few years, we had uh, Cliff and Lisa. They were our morning show. And we had brought them in from Canada. And so they were big in Toronto for the Canadian Music uh, Awards. And he was the voice and hosted. I mean, just they were amazing uh, uh, talents. Um, so we were talking one day, same thing. He's like, well, who, who's your favorite artist? Like, Why? And at that time, Shania was like, you know, huge, huge. Dude. So we were chatting and um, we're in the middle of our conversation and talking about Shania and her music and how I thought she was beautiful and very talented and blah, 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 blah. And he grabs his phone. And dials his phone and hands me the phone. No way! And it's Shania Twain. And I'm like, so basically, you oh would have been exactly how we were right yeah. before we started this. Like, okay, I hi. was totally fangirling. That was amazing. So I'm talking wow. to Shania. How are you? It's good to chat with you. And I'm calling from New Mexico. And she's like, Yeah, Cliff's a great guy. He's a good friend of mine. And I'm like, Oh my god! So wow. that was kind of cool. So. I'd love to sit down and have a cup of coffee with her and just just chat, just right. talk about music, talk about life, whatever. Do you yeah. have celebrities' phone numbers in your phone? I do. What? I do. That's I mean, cool. yeah. Uh, do you Rick, 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 Rick Trevino and I text every once in a while. Oh, he's cool. He's, he's awesome. Uh, Rick's a good guy. I he's love his really songs nice. in English and in Spanish. Oh, I, I, oh, well, I love the fact that he's so bilingual. Do cool. you know that his first CD that he released was a Spanish CD? No, no his I didn't. first CD was a Spanish CD. I just know, like, wow. whenever he comes to town. It's like bananas. Oh yeah, 
every I time think we're so it's cramped packed that it it yes. speaks to so many people exactly just... well and he was one of those artists uh back in the 90s that we that everybody just really got into mm-hmm. uh here in new mexico every time we're here in albuquerque and you all know this Every time Tracy Lawrence shows up, it's a packed house. Every time Rick Davino shows up, it's a packed house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's it's, awesome. They're definitely fan favorites. Yeah. So with that, um, because asking you like phone numbers and and name dropping kind of thing, what is because obviously you do get to meet a lot of really cool people yeah. and you get to um, spend time with them also sure. and and really like. I would assume get to know even when you get to know them, you get to know their families and all of that stuff. But what is something that people would probably think about being a DJ or doing like what you do that really isn't like a true thing? Like, what do you think people assume about your job that it's like it's like a a myth you want to like debunk about the your kind of industry? I think a lot of it is. I think sometimes people think that we kind of like party all the time and get well, wild. Get wild. It is true. <laughs> no. After 9 p.m. <laughs> you know, it, it can be it can be a really long day for, let's say it's a concert day. Okay. Um, for example, we're going to be out at, at Blake Shelton. Okay. And Blake Shelton's at Isleta Amphitheater. So we'll start the day before and we're, you know, the girls are out setting up all the banners and we're getting everything ready to go. And we're planning and preparing. And then we are out at the venue. Usually, I think Bobby was going out like at 9.30 in the morning, 10 o'clock in the morning, and doing oh. videos and just kind of trying to get the because hype. Because the artists are doing sound checks and stuff at that point. Right. Point, artists are setting up. Artists are doing sound checks. And so we, we want to just be there to be a part of it. So already, it's starting. And so, you know, my show, since it, my, I started in the afternoon at 3, I'd get there at about 1, 1.30 and then, you know, help Bobby out a little bit. And then we'd start doing, uh, you know, Facebook Lives and Instagrams and things. Uh, just kind of promoting the show that we're going to be out there. If we're giving away tickets, what we're doing. If we're giving away t-shirts. Just kind of prepping all the concert. Mm-hmm. Then the, the gates open at 5.30. So keep in mind, we've already been there since, you know, noon. Nine, Bobby's been there since like 9.30. And all of a sudden, gates open at 5.36. And then we start, you know, with all the giveaways and the t-shirts and backstage. You know, and then, of course, we're... You know, because we're hosting. So all the tickets that we give away for backstage, we walk everyone back. We t- get everyone there. We make sure everybody's where they need to be. We take pictures or the artists will take pictures. So we're always, you know, very, non-stop. very busy. It's just for nonstop. Yeah. So by the time the concert starts and we get to the second, the third event or the main event, it's 9, 30, 10 o'clock at night. And we've already been there all day. You know, yeah, it's it's cool. It's a, I love it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it any other way, but it's, it's a long day. Oh, I could, I could only imagine too, for like those who do, um, what is the, where they're multiple, like, like big concerts where it's multiple artists all day long events. Like, I was like multiple headliners. Yeah. But, um, it's a festival like, like edge fest, which is. Yeah, when you've got 10, ago. 12 groups. And it's a whole weekend of stuff. Like, right. Oh, man, I can. That would be. Those, those are, those those are long. Are, do you feel like those are the, the biggest downfalls of your, of your jobs? It's not a downfall. It's no. just, it's just long days. But it's, it's so much fun because we get to see everybody. We get to see, you know, all of our listeners. We get to see all, all of our friends that come up. Because right. um, I've been in this market for so many years. Uh, and like I know the two of you. 
a lot of listeners I know because I know them personally. I've either DJed for an event for them, their wedding, a graduation party. You know, they've been listeners for a long time, and they, you know, I've I've seen them at the nightclubs, Cowboys, uh, Dirty <laughs> Bourbon, you know, Midnight Rodeo back in the day, yes. Boot Scoots. We were just talking about all these different groups actually, because yeah. because Tony and Bobby and I we do our throwback Saturday night, so we're always talking about you know the. The reminiscing. Always talk about the good old days. The good old days. Yeah. You know, just a bunch of old guys talking about the good old days. But I think, like, because Christina and I go, we talk about our good old days, which really, like, when in the big picture, like, it really wasn't that long ago for no. us. No. Um, it was like 10 years ago. 10 years ago. But I mean, that in, was a, in the middle of it. That was, yeah. But it really, like, those are the things that, like, they bring a smile to your face. Right. They make you feel good. They're great memories. They're also mm-hmm. things you do not want to recreate. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to go back there necessarily. <laughs> we just remember the good parts. <laughs> did either one of you have MySpace pages? Oh, of yeah. Of course. <laughs> I, even, I had my music. As every once in a while, I'll go look at it. Yeah, really? Like it's still, yeah, it's still there. Mine. Yeah. It's I think mine is still there. I haven't, I haven't looked at I it in a while. I think mine is too. And I think I went on there at some point to go get some pictures. Yeah. And it was like, oh my goodness. But it's also a very, like, you just don't, it's one of those, like, can we just, like, delete all like, of this? No, <laughs> I, I, no. I miss being able to pick my background and then have my intro videos and my music. All the glittered and, little things. Yeah, you have to the, pick your top eight friends. Well, I didn't do the glitter. Maybe you guys did that. But that's <laughs> I didn't okay. do glitter. Oh. <laughs> she did my, horses. She had horses. My page was way more fun than yours. <laughs> I had a lot of music. I had music. Yeah, and, I had a lot of music on mine, too. And I had my friends Those I were had like my parties. Facebook when Facebook was only allowed to be for college students right That's I how did started. So, when I started so I yeah. yeah I started and I had to have you had to have the college like your do- domain for your email wow. had to be mm-hmm. at your at your college wow because that's how it started with Zuckerberg or whatever for for college kids and now of course it's not but now all the parents are running. Oh, stop. You're the parent. I am the parent. <laughs> you are, the, you are the parent now. Yeah. All right. So let me see. Like, what do you wish you had known when you started your career that you have now learned or that you could even possibly pass on to someone else younger that you're like would be getting into your type of career? So advice. Yeah. Huh, yeah, yeah. Advice. Um, definitely. You know, do the secondary schooling. Um, and right now, especially now, computers. Computers are huge. I've learned, you know, because of, of the radio stations and my DJ company that I need to really master computers. And so now I can build my own computer. Actually, the computer that I have right behind me, I built. There's computers in the back that I've built because I've learned how to, I had to. Because, you know, you can pay someone to do it or you can learn how to do it on your own and it works better for you. So it's take the classes. Cheaper. You know, the, the one thing that people always ask is, well, how do I get a voice? Well, that mm. that takes time. But Like a radio voice? Yeah. Really? Did you have yeah. to practice? No. I mean, like, He's like, your no. voice is so you. Well, <laughs> I mean, but it works so well. Well, I, th- I think a lot of that is because cause I used to have a stuttering problem when I was in school, really? when I was young, when I was growing up. I'd get excited and I'd start talking and I'd, I would stutter a little bit. And every once in a while it comes out. Um, so I, th- I think it's, it's, it's time and confidence, time, practice, and confidence. Mm-hmm. That's what it takes. And like we were talking when you guys first started doing your podcast, how you guys were always excited and sometimes, you know, it would get a little crazy or yeah. whatever. And it's just one of those things that once 
you learn, you know, how to pace yourself and how to, you know, do what you do and talk and communicate, enunciate, pronunciate, all those enunciate things. Um, <laughs> yeah, all the C8 things. Uh, it just takes time. So that would probably be my best advice is just time, patience, practice, and school. And school. Go to school. Go to school. Yeah, get, computers are definitely not going yeah. anywhere. And, and C&M has a really good broadcast class. Oh, cool. As a matter of fact, a wow. few of their students ha have actually started interning for us. Um, there's one that actually was working across the street at Boca de Ios. And I went in to go get breakfast one day, and he was like, hey, Juana, he goes, I really want to come down and see the station. I said, sure, come down, come visit. So he came over, and he was hanging out, and he was taking the classes. And then Kevin Otero, who teaches a class at CNM, he used to work for us as a promotions assistant. And so he, uh, he said, hey, can you guys come down and talk to the class, you know, make a little presentation, talk about what you do. You know, so we went down and Bobby and I, we went and talked to, to the class. And uh, so already two or three of those students, uh, Andrew's already working for us. So he's already working. He's on Very air. Cool. He's pushing buttons. He's running some of the boards on, on, uh, on KOB AM uh, and on the Sports Animal. Cool. So. Which those of you that aren't local to us, CNM is our local um, college. And so it's Central Community New Mexico. College. Is it a community yeah, college? Yeah, it's community mm -hmm. college. Oh, okay. But it, so, but it but, feeds UNM. But, um, but it really is an awesome... It, it's a, the programs have just gotten better and better and better. Oh, I graduated yeah. from there. Yeah, I did. I got my early childhood education degree. And I got there. my culinary degree from there. So, <laughs> That's right. You, yeah. are, you are a culinary expert. She is. Nice. She can we've make we've cooked together. She, yes, we have. She's only made me ramen with eggs. What the heck? Yeah. Yeah. A long time ago. This was, girl's got some skills. I know she does. She's got but some I skills. always get ramen and eggs. <laughs> I haven't done that in like eight years. Ramen. We'll we'll work on that. That's We're breakfast on a budget. That's a different it really, podcast. It was. It's actually late night after the bar. Ah, uh, <laughs> there you go. It yeah, was well, fantastic. Three o'clock in the morning is morning. So I mean, a little bit of carbs and and then you pass and, out, and it was and great. It was done. It was perfect. It really was like the best. We, Good it was like our own egg drop soup. <laughs> exactly. Cheaper. I like that. It was awesome. So really, even too like going into that, you had to really shift super quickly whenever the pandemic really hit into New Mexico really hard. It, it changed a lot it for did. you. It put everything on hold for a little while. And then we had to hit the ground running because now we're all broadcasting from home. So that was something that we hadn't really anticipated. And so um, it took a little bit, but we were able to to to, a, to to get it done and really interesting is because you know i'm already an engineer so i already have all my own equipment i already have everything only thing i needed was the program from the radio station so now i broadcast from here and i hook up directly to the server in atlanta so my tracks go to atlanta and then they come to albuquerque wow and so then it all shows up here so it's really cool technology has that, just come so far it's Crazy. I couldn't imagine either, too, because you were talking about, like, literally, you're putting tapes in. You're literally pushing buttons. So if something like this would have happened in the 80s, 90s, like... Would have this, you being here at home, been possible? No. That's no. insane. So when you already had kind of a setup, because you do have another... Uh, career basically with your you have your bit your your, your personal business. business right so but what what did a lot of other 
radio DJs have to do to make the adjustments to be able to work at home. A lot of us, a lot of us had to, right. A lot of us had to buy additional equipment. A lot of the equipment came from the radio station. So we took some equipment from here, there, wherever in order to, uh, to make it work. So, and then I helped quite a few jocks get their stuff set up or, you know, talk to them. Okay. You got to do this. You got to do that. Then get this set up and then you'll be ready to go. So we, all helped all the other DJs get their setups. So, you know, Bev's got her own studio. Bobby has his own studio. He calls his the noodle studio because it's right in his kitchen. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> Literally, he, he turns like this and there's the refrigerator. I'm like, dude, that is not the good place for you. <laughs> that is not a good placement. Like, I just talk about the just grab a beer. Pandemic 15. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. No, it's more like 25 now. Oh. We're already in our fifth month. That's true. I know. That is true. Or sixth month, I think. It's been, I feel like it's yeah, not. It's it feels like a lifetime. It's been the longest year ever. So yeah, we've we've had to really adjust the way that we do things. But at the same token, in 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 I always like to focus on the positive. It's been really neat. You know, I'll get up in the morning, I'll make coffee, I'll go do my workout, and then I'll come in and watch dishes, do whatever I need to do. Then I'll start doing radio stuff. I'll start you know checking all my emails, and I'll start doing production because we do a lot of commercials, production, voicing things, whatever. Um, I'll start doing that. And then I start recording my show and getting all that stuff ready to go. And then we do all of our social media because we, I try to connect everything that I talk about to our Facebook page and Instagram, um, which also KRST has a TikTok page. Have oh, you what? seen the TikTok stuff oh, that no. Bobby and I have done? I nope. don't have TikTok. She doesn't. I send we, her TikToks. We're trying to, to be TikTok it. famous. So that's, we've already done a couple of them. I'll go find Ooh. it. Mandy wants us to do, to do this Cardi B thing. And I'm like, oh. I'm not humping the floor. I ain't yeah, doing it. I can't. Ain't doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't doing oh, it. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean it's not any worse than the stuff that came out in the in the nineties, but I mean, wow. There's some As a parent, I'm like <gasps> Oh yeah. Oh my god, I listen to stuff like this. Oh worse. We've some of the music that's oh, come man. out because my brother, you keep keeping my my youngest brother, Saul, um, he's my mini me. <laughs> so he listens to all the hardcore rap. I mean, we're talking Easy E, NWA. You know, Snoop Dogg, all those things. He listens to the hardcore stuff. Even when we got out to visit and hang out with him in Alamogordo, because he still lives in Alamogordo, uh, we were talking about, you know, Cardi B and all that. He's like, God, some of that stuff's just so hardcore. I said, look who's talking. <laughs> look who's talking. Yeah. That's insane. So as you were talking about Facebook and Instagram, where can our listeners find you? Very easy to find me. We have the, the KRST Facebook page. Just look up 92.3 KRST. And again, we're on uh, Facebook. We're on Instagram. Uh, we're on Twitter. And it's also on TikTok. And then you can also just look up Juan Velasco. Can you spell that? J-U-A-N. Juan. <laughs> there was a, there was, Juan. There was a young girl. that back, I was like in first, second grade. And she was writing me love letters. And Aww. she was spelling it W-O-N. <laughs> My mom found it and about blew a gasket. <laughs> Tell that little girl. <laughs> <laughs> I still remember this to this day. And I, think my, I think my mom was a little jealous. That's why she was mad. It was funny to see as, her like that. As a, as a boy mom, yeah, it's a real thing. Is it? A, yeah. Well, I'm I'm the oh. oldest, so I'm I'm not. I'm, I can I can honestly say that I am my mom's favorite. Oh. Yeah. And there's five of us. Are so. your, hopefully, all of your siblings listen to this. I'm, I'm going to send it to them. <laughs> oh, they know. They already know. They already know. I mean, being the oldest, like. Well, we're both the oldest. We are both the oldest. Yeah. But, I mean, my parents love me way more than my brother. <laughs> like, it's just real. It's I just, think my parents is, love. True. I think I'm I would say kidding. they love us equally. But my sister has kids. 
So, and I think it's that when you have of like, of... yeah, and then so though they have grandsons. Well, it, refo- it refocuses. It and really I don't. does. <laughs> I'm the I'm definitely the calmer one. My life is just not as crazy because I don't have children. That's not a bad thing. No, it's not. Count your blessings. I'm like come over, sit, have coffee. We literally sit on the patio and just have coffee over there. It's like chaos. It, yeah, it's just well, even like getting madness. here was like getting Ronan out the door, getting like him to my parents, getting my other hand painted with <laughs> nail polish and like finishing coffee. I gotta tell like, everybody this. So I walk out <laughs> and I see Amy sitting in the car and she's literally shaking her hand. I'm like. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> I look like I'm having a nervous breakdown. I'm thinking uh, she's losing her mind. She's like a bee or yeah, something I, in the car. What's going on? She's shaking her hand. And then, then I realized that she was painting her nails. <laughs> You're such a goofball. <laughs> I know. But that was things, funny. Things but now your nails look good. They're both beautifully blue. Very, very nice. Very nice. Fantastic. Anyways, this is so much fun, you guys. We have more for you. And we're super excited. So you can also find us on Instagram at Life's a Dance podcast and you can email us at life's a dance podcast at gmail.com and join us next week for more conversation with juan velasco part do dos dos